Hi, welcome to Bookie. To unlock more world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features. Today we will unlock the book What a Fish Knows. When it comes to fishes, most likely, the first thing that comes to our mind is that they are edible and delicious. Or it may remind you of the various fishes you have seen in the aquarium. If you happen to grow up by the riverside or seaside, you may have fishing experience. Another impression might be of a fishing boat on TV, and the farms in the lake and by the sea. In terms of zoological classification, most fishes are ectotherm, or what we often call cold-blooded animals. This gives the impression that fishes are primitive. According to the theory of evolution, unlike amphibians and terrestrial animals, fishes didn't evolve to live on dry land and remained in the water, which makes them seem like a more ancient organism. Besides, they have small brains, no expression on their faces, and their eyes are always wide open. It is easy for people to assume that fishes are stupid. But today's bookie what a fish knows, will completely overturn our ideas about fish, and show you the fascinating life of fishes in water. The author of this book is Jonathan Balcombe, a well-known animal behaviorist in the United States. He used to be a narrator for the BBC and National Geographic documentaries. He wrote for newspapers and magazines such as the New York Times, Washington Post, and Nature. Once published, this book soon became one of Amazon's best books of the year 2016 and one of the 10 best popular science books of nature. It was highly praised and recommended by many influential media. The author's interest in fish began at a summer camp at the age of 8. During a fishing event, he felt excited when the fish struck the bait, and he ate a delicious fish dish the next day. But this wonderful memory is mixed with confusion and contradiction. As a sensitive boy with a soft spot for animals, when he saw the adults extract the hook from the fish's mouth, put them in the wire basket on the boat and watch them die slowly, he felt sad. Later in college, the author was fascinated with ichthyology courses. He saw a variety of fish and understood their living environments. On the other hand, killing live fish in experiments, and observing them under a dissecting microscope made him upset. Once, the author visited a museum in Canada, and saw an enormous lake trout weighing more than a hundred pounds reserved in an oily preservative. He thought that the fish was once a living thing, wandering freely in the water, but now it floats in darkness, polluted by chemicals. He thought it would have been better had she been eaten, her tissues recycling back into the food chain. The author felt for that fish at the moment. These bits of experiences prompted the author to write this book. He interspersed scientific knowledge with the stories between humans and fish showing people the unknown side of fish. This is entirely different from the practical value of fish in human eyes, for example, as food or ornamental objects. The author opposes that fish are only exploited as resources, like wheat and soybeans. They are living, thoughtful individuals. From the perspective of multiple disciplines, animal ethology, biosociology, neurobiology and ecology, the author uses vivid and interesting examples and detailed data, which gives us a better understanding on the world of fishes, how they think, feel, and adapt to the external environment. He hopes that with this book, humans will be able to re-examine their relationship with fish.
Next, we'll share with you the key insights of the book What a Fish Knows in four parts. In the first part, we'll learn about the super abilities and rich emotions of the fish. In the second part, we'll find that fish think and socialize. In the third part, we will reveal that breeding is not easy for fishes, and raising offspring is even harder. In the fourth part, we'll discuss the relationship between humans and fish. Let's start with the first part, the super abilities and rich emotions of fish. Although fish's eyes don't seem to move or blink, fishes have a much more developed visual system than humans. First, fish's eyes resemble our own. A fish's eyeballs are served by three pairs of muscles that swivel the eyes on all axes. They can control both eyes and look in different directions respectively. This means that their brains can process two visual fields at a time. Flounders, for example, have two eyes on one side. They can observe the surrounding environment with one eye, disguise themselves as the color of sand, and hide in the bottom of the sea. The other eye sees the passing fish and shrimps, preparing it to catch prey. This super binocular vision is a very useful survival mechanism for flounders. Another four-eyed fish that live along the Atlantic coast of Central and South America, is nature's inventor of the bifocal lens. Its eyes have a partitioned retina. When swimming on the surface of water, the demarcation between the upper and lower portion of their retina aligns exactly with the plane of the water surface. This means that the upper portion of their eyes can see the picture above the water, and the lower submerged portion can see everything in the water. In this way, the four-eyed fish can search for prey in the water, while guarding against the bird's sudden attack from above. Sharks, as we all know them prefer to hunt at night time when light levels are exceedingly low. Their eyes have a layer of reflective cells closed by retina. Light hitting this layer bounces back through the shark's eye, which effectively enhances the shark's night vision. Imagine if you could see a shark's eyes at night. It would resemble a cat's glowing eyes in the dark. In addition to these examples, most modern bony fishes are tetrachromatic, whereas humans are trichromatic. Some fishes can also see the light in the near-ultraviolet or UV spectrum, such as damselfish that live in coral reefs. In the UV light spectrum, different species' unique facial patterns are visible. Depending on the vision that can perceive UV rays, the fishes can accurately distinguish who is their own species and who is a distant relative. Similarly, the hearing, smell, and taste of fishes are far superior to humans. Before the 1930s, scientists believed that fishes are deaf, because fishes lack external hearing organs like ears. The 1973 Nobel Prize winner Carl von Frisch, the Austrian biologist, famous for his discovery of the dance language of honeybees, first demonstrate the hearing abilities in fishes in the mid-1930s. He devised a simple but ingenious study with a blind catfish. He tied a piece of meat on the end of a stick, and put it into the water near the catfish. The catfish found food by smell and soon come out to retrieve it. After repeating this for a few days, Frisch started to whistle before feeding. Six days later, before delivering the food, once he whistled, the catfish would go out to find food. This experiment proved that fish could hear the sound. Now, we know that water is a superb conductor of sound waves. Fishes living in the water, actually enjoy the rich sound in the water. 
their hearing is better than that of humans. Not only can they detect the rapid pulse of sound, but they are also proficient at identifying the source of the sound. Of course, fish's hearing sensitivity makes them vulnerable to human-generated underwater noise. The high-intensity, low-frequency sounds produced by the air guns used in marine exploration off the coast of Norway, has brought an earthquake-like sounds. This human activity has directly decreased the abundance and catch rates of cods and haddocks in the adjacent area. Not only are fishes sensitive to low-frequency sounds, but their perception of high-frequency sounds is also very powerful. For example, there are two types of herrings that live in the waters of Central America. Their hearing range has an upper limit of 180,000 Hz, well above humans' 20,000 Hz upper range. They use this special ability to eavesdrop on the ultrasonic sounds produced by dolphins who prey on them. Fishes can even listen to music and discriminate tonal patterns of sound. Experiments have shown that domestic koi can not only distinguish blues from classical music, but also summarize the distinctions between the two genres. If they are shown music they have not heard before, they can also classify it according to the known artistic styles. Moreover, fishes exposed to music grow faster and healthier. When presented with noise, there will be no such effect. Fishes' sense of smell and taste are much more sensitive than dogs. They use the chemical cues of smell for finding food, finding mates, identifying danger and find their way home. A sockeye salmon can sense shrimp at the concentrations of one part of shrimp to a hundred million parts water. That is equivalent to putting five spoons of salt or sugar into an Olympic-sized swimming pool, and let one person guess what was put in the water. But, the champion sniffer among all fishes is the American eel, which can detect one ten millionth of a drop of their home water in the Olympic pool. By following the weak to strong scent, they make long migrations back to a specific place to lay eggs. Fish can also release an alarm substance, called pheromone in the presence of danger to warn their companions. This pheromone is powerful. In a 14-liter aquarium, a thousandth of a milligram of a fish's chopped skin is enough to elicit a fright reaction from another fish. To perceive this pheromone, imagine chopping a marshmallow into one million pieces. Then you drop one piece of it into a sink full of water, and try to taste the sweetness. Then, is taste useful for fishes? Of course. Fishes have a sense of taste for the same reason as we do, to find the food they like. If you've watched fishes in aquariums, you might have seen they sometimes take a small bite and spit it out. They repeat this several times before deciding whether to eat it. Studies on rainbow trouts and carps find that fishes are also picky eaters. We are not done yet. In addition to their sense of vision, hearing, smell, and taste, which are similar to our human senses, fishes also have superpowers. Fishes are excellent navigators, and they use a variety of methods to find their way around, over short and long distances. Blind cavefishes can learn the order of a sequence of landmarks en route to a destination, by feeling the turbulence reflected off underwater obstacles. Swordfish, parrotfish, and sockeye salmons use sun compassing, setting their direction based on the angle of the sun. Long-distance fishes, like trouts, plug into the Earth's magnetic field to aid their navigation. In daytime, sharp eyesight helps schooling fishes move in unison as birds do. This is easy to understand, 
But how can they move as one even in darkness? In fact, they rely on the lateral lines on both sides of the body, to sense changes in the surrounding water pressure and water flow, so as to detect the activities of their companions. Fishes can detect electric stimuli and can even produce electricity themselves. Electric eels and electric maggots, for example, can produce stunning electrical discharges to stun or kill prey, or to repel intruders. Some weak electric fishes use their electricity to communicate with others of their kind. For example, elephant fish in the rivers of West Africa can distinguish the rate, duration, amplitude, and frequency of low voltage. Through this information, elephant fish can exchange information about population gender, size, age, location, distance, and so on. Elephant fish also produces carefully arranged signals of courtship to attract the opposite sex. To avoid low voltage confusion when gathering together, if the two fish's discharge frequencies are too similar, they will adjust to enlarge the distinction. In addition to the ability to perceive, the most important thing is that fishes also have emotional fluctuations. They can be both anxious and happy. We've already discovered that human emotions are closely linked to hormones. Among them, oxytocin is called the love drug, and can make people experience the feeling of falling in love. Similar hormones are found in fish. In one experiment, researchers extracted this hormone and injected it into the body of cichlids, and then compared this group of fish with a control group injected with physiological saline. They found that the control group showed no apparent changes, while the hormone-treated group of fish became more emotional, more aggressive toward a larger perceived rival and more compliant with other members of their shoal. When humans face stress, our bodies release a stress hormone called cortisol, which is used to regulate stress level. Similarly, this hormone has the same effect on fishes. When normal zebrafish are placed in a new tank, they act withdrawn and hesitant in the first few minutes. But curiosity soon prevails, and they begin to investigate the new surroundings. However, zebrafish who lack cortisol are highly stressed, and tend to spend time alone, stay completely still at the bottom of the tank, and have difficulty adapting to the new environment. Furthermore, fishes also play games to make themselves happy. In one example, researchers found that a cichlid kept in a fish tank, and several cats living together, repeated such a game every day. When the cats want to drink the water in the tank, the fish will hide under some reeds in his tank. When the cat's tongues get into the water, the fish will suddenly act and attack. Of course, before the fish arrived, the cats run away. In this activity, neither the fish nor the cats will be injured, nor will they get any benefit. But they play and tease each other tirelessly. Some scholars have observed that in the tall cylindrical aquarium, small fish will swim to the bottom of the tank, and then ride the bubbles produced by the oxygen tube to the water surface repeatedly just like a child sliding up and down a slide. Okay, that brings us to the end of the first part. To summarize, fishes have human-like senses, such as vision, hearing, smell, and taste. They also have superior perception capabilities to humans, such as magnetic navigation and voltage control. Fishes even can experience their own pleasure, anger, sorrow, and joy. Today we are just sharing limited bookie. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. 
You will get 7 days free trail with more features.